That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to that kind of nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Hello. Hi. Well, uh, listen, there is not a lot on the, the docket today because I figured this would be a great opportunity to kind of mellow out after the holidays and talk about a couple things that are driving the nerdy world. But because it is a new month, because it's the month of December, as is the holidays, the fact that it is a new month, Brian uh, was making a list. He was checking it twice, going to see what movies are good and worth your time. That's right. It's the December blockbuster. <laughs> but listen, being that it's the month of December, I'm going to give Brian a little present and I'll lead the blockbuster for this month. Huzzah! So, December 13th, there is a, a couple things going on right now. The first one is Jumanji, The Next Level. Uh, yes, give me all of this movie, please, and and forever make sequels. Don't ever stop. Forever make forever. sequels. Every year, I want a Jumanji. Uh, Jumanji. I want a Jumanji. Jumanji. What's a Jumanji? Did I die and become some sort of small muscular boy? Uh, this it looks is... good. It looks good. I I I enjoyed the Welcome to the Jungle. I'm looking forward to this. Um. So yeah, I'm all on board. Josh yep. has been quiet. It's it's well, it's Christian's uh, birthday movie, so yeah, we're 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 on board. Oh, sweet, good. Are you on board because you want to see it, or because Christian wants to see it, and you have to because it's well? His I mean, who doesn't love Jumanji? Okay, and then you know he's pretty psyched about it, so yeah. Ready All right, go. all right. See, Christian just proving further that he's a man of great tastes. <laughs> yeah, indeed, distinguished gentleman. Indeed. Also on uh, December 13th is the movie Black Christmas. Yes, the horror Christmas movie. Because that's a thing that, now. No, it, it's been a thing since the 70s, bro. Has it? Yeah, is this actually, a remake? The, first, the first Black Christmas came out in the oh, 70s. This is, okay. this is a remake of a remake because we actually had a remake, like, I want to say 10 years ago of Black Christmas. There are other Christmas movies that are horror movies as well. Uh, as Silent the, Night, Deadly Night. Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yep. There's like at least four of those. I know the what's the one Kringle? What no? What was the Krampus? Krampus. 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 You know there, there's always also uh, Jack Frost because you know that movie's terrifying for its own reasons. Are we talking the one with Michael Keaton? Yes. Yeah, that is a terrifying movie. Um. So yeah. Um. I'm probably not going to see this. Definitely yeah, not in the theater. Not interested. And then uh, on Netflix for December 13th, we have Six Underground, which is that Ryan Reynolds movie that we had talked about. Uh, is it directed by ago. Michael Bay? Yes, it's a Michael Bay, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Really? It's Netflix. Well, it's Netflix, yeah. I mean, okay. Michael Bay is always good for entertaining like movies. So, yeah. Netflix. Word. Yeah. I'm in. If it's a solid hour and 40 minutes, even better. That means I don't have to watch The Irishman. <laughs> Great. Put this on the watch list for Brian. Let's see what actually happens. Six Underground? Oh, that'll definitely get Josh, I, I don't remember your consensus of that movie. Are you in for this? Uh, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, I still don't understand what it is, but yes. yeah, That's the bigger thing. I still don't get what this Who cares? Be. It's Ryan Reynolds being funny and shit I'm, blowing up around I, him. That's I, I know, all I but want. We, but we said it about uh, The Hitman's Bodyguard, and you guys love that movie. And I, I enjoy that movie. The Hitman's I Bodyguard. It was terrible. 
So I'm just worried about a repeat of that. Oh, well, poor CJ doesn't have good taste. It's okay. I could, I could take a repeat of the Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with a repeat of the Hitman's well, they're Bodyguard. Making the sequel of that one. Yes, they are. December twentieth, there are two really good movies, and then one pile of cat crap. That's right, cats is coming out. Uh, which uh, even by the next trailer, cats shouldn't have bosoms like that. No, the Taylor Swift um, cats. You don't have know bosoms. that. I, I own Are a you familiar cat. with cat anatomy? I have a female cat and she doesn't have boobies like that. That's um no, well you. maybe you uh are not taking care of her. They're cats, maybe. they take care of themselves. First and foremost, you should not be body shaming your cat. Maybe it just needs a little <laughs> plastic surgery. Maybe that'll bring some meaning to its life. I don't know. Let's see. Um more importantly, uh they just uh, they still look weird. I know they tried to fix them, but they still look yeah. They look weird. They look too human in the face, not in the bosom. They look too human in the face to be cats. I'm totally going to go see this, by the way, just to watch it, like, just to watch the really? world burn. Oh, God. Oh, not like Mm-mm. opening day, but like. I just don't mean ever. I like a Tuesday when I got I nothing better to do. I can't get that time back out of my life. I'm not, I'm not eh. willing to do that. I'm gonna You're willing bring, to I'm burn time on cats, but not. I'm not even going to open this can of worms. Okay. Josh, please tell me you're in, in with me on this. This this, this looks no, terrible. Uh, not not even a little bit. Okay. Is this a hard pass? But Jason Derulo's in it. No, I'm not I'm not gonna hard pass. And Dame Junie Dench. I know I said Junie when I met Judy. Yeah. And and Idris Elba, and I love me some Idris Elba, but well, I'm who just who doesn't not, love some Idris Elba? I'm not I'm not interested. Idris Elba's the sexy mysterious cat. I think there's there's two piles of, of cat crap on December twentieth, oh, not one. Okay. So then there's there's Bombshell. Yeah. Crap. What? Oh, that looks good. Ugh. I'm interested. Just the looks, makeup alone, this movie looks fantastic. Looks enjoyable. Uh, he, okay. You may not be a fan of you, the... Uh, hold on. You, you may not be no a fan of this... You are no longer in charge of selling movies to Josh. I'm he does not give a shit about the makeup. Well, no shit. I'm not talking to Josh. <laughs> listen, I don't know if you've ever talked to Josh. Once Josh says, that's bad, you don't win that again. You just move on and talk about your own thing. Go ahead. Would you like to sell Josh on the on bombshell, please? Oh no, he'll he'll never see it. I'm not worried about this. This is not the hill I die on. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Me neither. I, I pick my battles. Great. But I'm saying if I was going to try, I would not go for the makeup. This is the 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 movie that has uh, Charlize Theron. It has Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie. Looks really good. Plus, it made me like that Justin Bieber uh, and uh, what's her face? Billie on? Eilish. Billie Eilish song. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. You're not in for bombshell, Josh. All right. N- no. Um, even if I were not in for Bombshell, my wife most certainly is, and I will be seeing this. My wife! Though She loves all three of those actresses, so I will be seeing it. And then rounding out uh, December 20th, the movie that all the movies this month have to beat, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker premieres. And I haven't seen another trailer, and I'm very happy about this. You're very happy about the movie or the fact that you haven't seen another trailer? Both. I mean... Because I'm, ex- yeah. I'm excited for this movie. It's Star Wars. It, yeah, right? it's it's Star Wars. All right, then on Christmas Day, we have two movies coming out, both of which I Oh, uh, wait, say- no, here's here's Star Wars competition right here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whichever one you say next, it's going to be it's gonna be tough. Spies in Disguise. Yep. Totally going to blow Holland Star Wars out Will the water. Smith in an animated movie that looks like, let me double check my notes here, Jimmy. Yep. Shit. Who no, has not wanted to see Will Smith be an animated pigeon? I mean, no, really. Tom, I thought Tom Holland was the pigeon. No, it's Will Smith. Is oh, the it's pigeon. Will Smith is the pigeon. Tom Holland is the kid who accidentally turns him into a pigeon. Oh, I, right. I, yeah, I saw a trailer for this. I mean, we talked about this months ago. A long time ago, actually. Yeah. And I was like, what on earth is this junk? 
then. And now I'm a little in shock that it actually is it, coming out. Yeah, it exists. We're actually getting to the point where they can kind of throw it in there and bury it under Star Wars. And I don't know. Really? You're kind of like, maybe this is good? Oh, no, I think it'll just, I think it'll do well. I don't think it's going to be good. I just think it's going to do okay. I mean, I guess you're right. There's no kids, kids There's, there's no kid, kid movie. Like, so. I mean, Frozen 2 will probably Star still Wars. be in, in theaters, though, right? Mm, it, it'll probably be tail, trailing off at this point. Right. So if you're not seeing Star Wars, you're probably seeing Spies in Disguise. Sorry for anyone. Who I, I, to be honest with you, I think Jumanji is going to give Star Wars some some competition. Some, but it, but mm, Jumanji did insanely well. Oh yes, yeah. so I'm just saying. Yeah, Jumanji's but it's, gonna, it's weeks. It's weeks earlier. That's oh, what it's I'm one. Saying. It's one week. It's, it's going to clean up for its week and then be number two the next week, and then and then it won't even matter because Star Wars will have basically the number one and number two spot. You know, it'll have just so much money. I'm there with you. Finally, uh, December ends with Little Women, which is like the third or second remake of this movie. It's a very nice tale, but I'll never see this movie. That's not how that phrase works. You go second and then third, but it's the third. Yeah, well, you just let it happen. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Little Women. So I like I like Greta Gerwig, who um, I guess wrote the screenplay and directed this. And it's like her, I don't know, maybe third or fourth thing that she directed. I, I like it on paper. I just I have zero motivation to go. No, see I, it. yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to see it. I'm just saying like the, it's a good cast. And I like Greta Gerwig, so... Okay. Huzzah! Hugbees. All right. And uh, if there was any doubt, uh, Star Wars. We're, we're all going to see Star Wars this month. That's 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 your movie. Yay. We're going to talk about Star Wars. No, I want to talk about Spies in the Skies. I'm going to hit you with a two-by-four. That's how we talk about Spies in the Skies. That sounds fun. Well, listen, now that we're done with the blockbuster, this is normally when I say we talk about the world of comics, see if it's affecting TV, see if it's affecting movies, but we're not doing that this week. Uh, rather, I decided to focus on two huge topics that are taking over the nerdy world uh, that we haven't been talking about, and I uh, kind of dedicate some time to them, and that is Watchmen on HBO and The Mandalorian, uh, chapters one through four. So if you are not up to date on these shows, uh, you need to get on your HBOs, you need to get on your Disney Pluses, and you need to watch them, because they're phenomenal. I'm not up to date on Watchmen. We have well, that's okay. You're 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 as up to date as I would expect someone to be. One episode behind is is fine. Look no, at you, not. Brian. So I'm uh, up to date on both of these shows. Don't fucking look at me. <laughs> we had uh, previously discussed a, a little bit of Watchmen. Where did we leave off with this show? We left off at episode three. Episode three. Great. So we've got two episodes to talk about today. We have three episodes to talk about. <laughs> yes, but Josh hasn't. Has no, no, no. Episode three, four, three, and five. Episode oh, four and episode three? five. Oh, right. Get your shit together, CJ. My B. I have four episodes to talk about. <laughs> well, why don't we? Uh, why don't you start us off, Brian? I, obviously, we're not ready to talk about the latest episode that just came out. Uh, for you, listener, because uh, we're recording this on Friday and we didn't watch it yet. I legitimately need you to. I just watched the sixth one. All I'm thinking about is the sixth episode. I need you to start. Uh, so in, in episode three of the show, we got a, a major character revealed and a Silk Spectre, Lori uh, Blake shows up from the FBI's anti-vigilante task force uh, to investigate Judd's murder. Uh, and let me tell you, man, this episode was really interesting because my wife didn't put together. My that she wife. Was, thank you. That she was a Silver Spectre uh, for, for a while Silk until like, they explicitly told it out. Uh, so, I mean, did you guys just know it right away based off the name? Were you she was also that? Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre. I don't know who Silver Spectre is. That's not a Not a character. person. <laughs> nope. No, it is not. 
Yeah, I knew who she was. Right. It away. took me like ten seconds, but I, I was, I was on on board. I really like the fact that they made her anti vigilante FBI badass. <laughs> her sitting in that phone booth. Yes. Talking to Manhattan, telling a joke, and screwing up, like screwing up the joke and telling a different one. Um, but what she didn't actually screw it up. It was a that was part of the bigger joke. She screwed up one joke and told a different joke. No, no, no. It, the, 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 the kid throwing line the brick. To that different joke correct calls back to the original. Oh, okay. Joke. It was all yeah, part yeah, of yeah. the. It was all One big joke. Correct. Gotcha. Either way, showing like, that the comedian is clearly her father. That that whole that sort of. Uh, permeating most of the episode i thought was i liked really i liked that i like i just like her i liked her character altogether i think she's i don't know who is playing her but i think she's awesome yeah as as yeah she's Lori. she's she's been in a ton of stuff i know she's like she's one of those faces like i know her but i i can't recall her name the other part too was uh you know when we first talked about the show i said why do tomatoes grow on trees and you're all like who cares what the hell is going on with this uh, to which I said, no, that's a big part. And then we f- uh, we finally see that Ozymandias is uh, testing out spacesuits on his Phillips clones as he's uh, trying to even uh, fight off what uh, a character that's introduced called the Game Warden. Uh, to which raising more suspicions to me that he is somewhere where he's not supposed to be. And why are you testing out spacesuits? Like, like clearly, so- something was amok. Only to find out later on that he is on Europa, the moon of Saturn. You talk about Jupiter? the tomatoes like there was some sort of big clue that the Dude, fact that he was on Europa. Uh, he was clearly not on Earth. You guys I, were like, well, clearly genetic modification. No, I knew he wasn't on Earth. He was on somewhere else. Really? really? You said yes. those words? Can you I, roll back that tape? I don't think I said he's on another No, because you didn't. You had no fracking idea. No, I had an idea. No. I, you guys shot me no, down to you the, had the an idea. genetic manipulation. I don't think you I had an know. idea at the same time. We all had the idea when we saw the spacesuits. Tomato had nothing to do with it. Tomato had something to do with it before no, the space suits I was waiting no, for. No, it. it doesn't. That's fine. I still feel vindicated to my... You you go ahead and you feel however you want to feel. It has nothing to do with the fact that he was on Europa. Tomatoes don't grow on the moon anyway. I missed the whole Europa thing completely. You you missed Europa. that Saturn was right behind him? Because I missed it too. CJ had to point it, it out to me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, honestly, I'm watching this show and I like it, but I have no fucking idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah, so after he flings the Phillips clones right through you, his, you, you, no, you... no, I, I understand. He's, oh. I, I, I get that he's trying to escape, right? And and there's some sort of uh, interdimensional whatever. Fine, I get all of that. I didn't, I don't, I didn't know it was Europa. Uh, and then, just in general, I have no idea. What the fuck is happening? And I understand that things will probably be tied together. The sixth episode explains a lot. Fine. I'm just like, (laughs) um, I'm, I'm completely. And, and, and the sixth episode doesn't explain shit. It totally does explain a lot. The, the crazy weird, uh, Asian chick in episode four. Oh yeah. She's creepy. Who can create life is very strange. And her daughter's totally a clone by the way. Is it Lady True? Lady True, I think. Yeah, and 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 like I get it. They have X amount of time to to make the deal because something's about to happen, and their property is going to be worth a bajillion dollars and whatever. Fine, I get it. She's an alien. Okay, this is uh, it's all. Is just... she an alien? Is that? Is that... Isn't I she an alien? So. I, I think she's. So. I think. I think she's an alien. 
that's a really great theory. Holy crap. I, I mean, and that's, that's the only thing I got from her was that she's an alien. Lady True says that she she promised her mother that she would never leave Vietnam. Therefore, she literally takes Vietnam and takes it to the to Tulsa, right, and builds a dome around it. But yeah, Josh, you could just easily substitute Vietnam for pl- alien planet, and this would be why she's light years ahead of even what Ozymandias was doing because she even bought his company. Holy crap, Josh! I'm on board for this theory. I'm there. I, I hear the thing. You I'm think having... she's the one who imprisoned him on Europa? I don't know. Maybe. Yes. I know it's not Doctor Manhattan. I just I don't know why, but I feel that in my bones. And how do we like? How do we know that Louis Gossett Jr. isn't some sort of alien as well? The sixth episode. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, it's just what I'm. I I don't understand the watch over this boy part. I don't understand his role in everything. I don't understand the nostalgia pills. I don't understand. I don't like. I am. Um, Here's the thing I, I'm liking about this show is that there, obviously there's a lot to think about, a lot to do. However, it, it doesn't really keep you in total suspense or totally in the dark. It starts giving you some answers for the next episode. You know, it's episode ends with here's your teaser and a lot of questions. The next episode, okay, here are some answers. Like it, it's not letting you sit there and stew trying to figure it out by yourself. You, you're giving Lindelof must have learned something from Lost. Uh, well, and he did the same thing with leftovers, where he started answering some questions as 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 well. I am finding the Ozymandias storyline the most interesting and puzzling for me because it just seems so out of whack. Like he's pulling the baby clones, whatever, out of like a lake and going, "No, that one's bad," and throwing it back in like it's fish. There's just a whole lake full of clones, and that's where he's getting these clones. And he puts them in a in a little machine, and they grow up rapidly. And he's like, "All right, you're Phillips and Crookshanks." Carry on. I'm just like, what the fuck? What is this? Even if we're in a weird alien planet, what the fuck is that? So I'm always just constantly exacerbated and confused about what's going on in that place in the mm. best way possible. You're not I think that'll be <laughs> I think that'll be uh explained in the next episode. Right. And I, I'm I'm very curious who the now game Now that the warden is. captured him. Well, that was the thing, too. The, the game warden in, in Watchmen... We're all over the place, but I love this. The game warden in Watchmen, I have a really crazy theory for, which I think I told told Brian, and it wasn't laughed immediately out of the room, so I feel like it's half good, uh, was that it's a it's a clone or a younger version of Ozymandias that is there to keep the old guy in prison until he dies or, or, or whatever. And if he can serve out his sentence, then he, they will release the young Ozymandias back to earth or wherever he belongs. So his clone is basically hoping to get more life out of keeping him there in his prison. The warden. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't totally crazy, so I didn't laugh at him. But now if you marry that with your alien theory for Madame true, I mean, maybe it's just an alien. Who knows? If I subscribe to one theory, do I have to subscribe to the other? Well, uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think you do. What here's the, my, 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 bigger problem with the whole thing is there's um there's this whole time travel thing happening with ozymandias accurately setting things in motion and now robert redford's president and there's that and he's talking to this guy from the past but it's the future um you've got the alien chick that knows that this thing's gonna happen in 12 minutes or whatever the, the amount of time is right now now like oh the, right so like i just I, there's a lot of stuff at play a lot of time play you're right um and you know you've got the Bitch, i didn't even pick up on that 
the cataclysmic event thing, uh, you know, that that was that was set to happen at the end of the movie that the giant squid, the psycho, whatever thing and, and wipes out three, whatever million people. And, and okay. And, but I still don't understand why this bus full of whatever's from Tulsa was in Northern Jersey. Like how is Tulsa? (laughs) Why is Tulsa the epicenter of all this stuff? I'm just like, why Tulsa? I don't know. Is that an episode six, Brian? No. No, but some information was revealed that makes me kind of think I know why. It's just like, there's a lot of pieces. I really, really, really liked the Wade storyline, the mirror glass storyline of showing Looking glass? Looking glass. What the fuck is the matter with me? I don't know what's wrong with you, but Looking Glass is definitely my favorite character. Looking Glass is my favorite character. Because she keeps calling him Mirror Guy. A Mirror Guy. A Mirror Guy. Come here. Uh, seeing that that the mask wasn't just a really cool like I'm reflecting back at you, but it's the protective material to keep him safe from the squid attack cycle that he that he doesn't need. Uh, well, he doesn't he now. Now he knows he now he knows he doesn't need it, but before he thought he did. Which but no, even, I get it, but he's still he like he's still he's still scared, even yes. though he doesn't need it. Well, I mean that's the human condition, right? <laughs> I mean, even if you give somebody the answer, they don't he's always accept it. Just been it. completely comfortable doing the same thing for years. Yeah, I guess it's a comfort thing at this point. It's like it's a little illogical, right? It's just it's all about survival and and your mental sanity and. There's, there's no logic in that. You just kind of have to take it for what it is. I don't know. But he is I, my favorite character. He is definitely 100%. my favorite character. 100%. Wade is fantastic. Highly enjoyed lot. that episode. Highly enjoyed the little reveal that the senator's in charge of the... um, What the hell's the group's name? The Rorschach... What are they called? The 7th no, Cavalry. The 7th Cavalry. 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 I said it eventually. <laughs> um... Yeah, they yeah. got teleportation portals. I mean, like, there's a lot of cool shit going on there. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see where that stuff leads. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I, I mean, I'm sure for a season two, not everything's going to be answered. So, I don't think we're going to know the Ozymandias stuff until season oh, yeah. two. So here's here's a question. We just talked about a lot of a lot of things going on, right? There's Probably a lot of stories. There's a lot of stories happening. So right now, what is your favorite storyline that that we're following? What is the favorite thing about this show that? If you're trying to get someone to watch this, that that you're kind of throwing that as your selling point, oh. the, the the Don Johnson murder storyline. Okay, so but the Don Johnson murder storyline is that's Angela's storyline. Angela slash Looking Glasses storyline. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's Looking Glasses storyline. Um, and and the Don totally Johnson is. thing isn't really the like. Just he was, he was supposed to manage his department and the senator is managing his department. Yeah, but it, just like the comedian's death in the original Watchmen book, that is what starts all of this stuff. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. That is that still, is the domino that falls that causes all of this other stuff to start happening. So, yes, I'm most interested in that storyline because I know what happens in this storyline is going to affect the other three storylines, even though it doesn't seem like it right now. Okay. And that has nothing to do with the fact that I'm an episode ahead of you. That's truly how I feel. And that's, I mean, that's why I like that episode. I, and I, I think you're, that's a very astute observation, Brian, that that's the storyline that affects all the other storylines. I, myself, as I already said, I'm really interested in the Ozymandias storyline, which now, Josh, I think brings in the Lady True stuff. So I, I think I need to go back and watch more of the, uh, the Lady True and, and kind of pick up on that one. I think those storylines are connected 
in a really interesting way that maybe it's not really available to the viewers yet. And uh, I'm very curious to see how those two things connect. But you're you're right, Brian. They all tie into at some point. You know, Angela's going to interact with everybody. She seems to be the, the the linchpin of this series. This this show is is really well executed. I mean, seriously, everything about this is has been really great. There hasn't been an episode that I've been disgruntled with or said, "Well, that what was that about?" Uh, everything looks like it's 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 extremely well thought out. Uh, and I know when we were talking about this series, we had a little something. There was some reservation about what they were going to do. So I mean, uh, Brian, you were one of those people who had a a big fear, a big worry. We're now six episodes in. How you how you feeling? Good. <laughs> I think I said last time we talked about this show how impressed I was and how happy I was. I am still impressed and happy. Same same level. Nothing has has dissuaded me or or engaged me more. Does that make sense? Sure. Does that answer your question? Yes. So this this series is very captivating, very interesting. I would love to hear what you have to say about Listenerd. Uh, go ahead and hit us up on that kind of nerd on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Uh, tell us what you feel about the show because it's uh it's pretty awesome. Now, uh, it is time to talk about one of the best reasons to go ahead and sign up for Disney Plus. And I'm not talking about the nostalgic '90s X-Men and Spider-Man cartoons. I'm talking about the original series. The Mandalorian, because holy crap, I am in absolute love with the show. This mm. is this is fantastic. We're gonna be talking about episodes, uh, chapters one through four. Well, two through four. We already talked about. Oh, we one. did talk about one. All right, great. Well, that's right. Anyway, you have spoken, Brian. I apologize. I have spoken. Uh, so two through four. Uh, Baby Yoda is even more cute. Oh, I didn't uh, see four yet. That came out today. When, when was I gonna watch that? I don't know. I watched we it. Watched it. Uh, I don't watch it. You guys, right, can so, go, you guys can go on. I just won't listen. I, I won't like. I won't. No, no, no. I'm we'll good. do two, no, two, three. It's fine. No, it's fine. No, no it's, fine. Just the, the, it's fine because I mean, not nothing. Nothing. Alderaan shattering happened. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there. I did. <laughs> oh well, sir. You your impressions of those two episodes, please. Uh, Baby Yoda is cute as hell, and uh, and uh, the Mandalorian is also badass. And by the end of episode three, it's become Lone Wolf and Cub plus John Wick three. And I love it. I found a, an, an, oh my God, I hope I have it in the show notes. I found an article that really summarized this really well. And that the Mandalorian is basically a video game. I know. Uh, that's probably why I like it so much. And, and you know what? I, the, the, like every time I'm, I'm watching the show, uh, I'm 100, like I, I buy into this one, 100% more. So it starts off with, uh, with armor crafting, right? You've, you've got to go ahead. You got to upgrade your armor. Right, then you get the uh, the the blurg riding perk, where you are you have to travel by horseback, but unfortunately you don't know how to ride a horse, so you have to do a training sequence to learn how to to ride uh, a horse. Then you have to defend a door against a wave of enemies with only one uh, person helping you, unless you hop on a goddamn laser turret, and then you go ahead and just blast or everybody turret. out. Turret that works too. I can't talk today. I think we've figured this out. You gotta perform some self-healing after a major mission. Get yourself in tip-top shape. Then you have a sniper mission. You have to climb a wall. But then the tragedy falls you where you, all your cool upgrades, all your dope shit that you've spent the last hour learning about is taken away from you. It have to start from scratch. Then you gotta do a fetch. You get a boss fight. And then you escort somebody around. It's pretty awesome. I'm, I'm really enjoying the show. It's... Every episode is a is a is a joy, and my wife was so angry, so angry when there was the possibility 
that he was going to leave Baby Yoda with the guys from the Empire. She was like, he better not. I'm going to be so mad if he actually leaves Baby Yoda. Don't get on that ship. Don't you do it. He's turning it on. I'm going to turn off this show. And then he, of course, turned on and went and saved that little cute, adorable baby Yoda. The little guy needed a nap after using the Force. He did, he did leave. He napped for like a day. Poor little guy. He's so tuckered out. Anyway. Josh, yeah, I made the video game that. analogy. I'm not sure that, that that rings for you. So, I mean, for, for the non-gamers at all, I mean, what, what are you thinking about, you know, these couple episodes? Uh, they're incredibly predictable. Really? Mm, that's okay. It, it's Star Wars. I guess. It, it's kind of meant to be predictable. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's like, there's there's, there's nothing that I'm going, oh, this is awesome. There's, there's absolutely no part of the show where I'm like, oh, this is so great. Yeah, you're not the first person I've heard say that. Um, and right. you're all wrong, and that's okay. Um, okay. No, I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I think, I think. Um, what were you expecting? That I guess that's my question. Were you expecting anything? Do you did you have like a bar? Um, set? No, I didn't. I didn't have any expectations. Um, I just it's all right. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm just not. Because the people I, I, I've I've heard who feel that way were expecting something more for some reason. When Star Wars has never been more than. No, I'm essentially I, built for 12 and 13 year olds. I mean, that's what this show is. And I'm, I'm on board for it. I think it's a lot of fun. I, I guess I was expecting if, if I was expecting anything, I was expecting something on par with the other stories that aren't star Wars movies. And in, in like, like what, like solo or rogue one, you know what I mean? Like I was expecting something like that. And you mean not, much, not a, not a saga. And that's pretty much what we get. It's something like that. Okay. So you're thing, getting exactly what you expected. You, you just didn't expect much. That's right. Okay. I, I know a lot of people, too, who at first weren't bought into The Mandalorian. They were expecting like a Boba Fett story where it's one guy just taking a bunch out of, you know, just going into a place, wreaking havoc, collecting bounties. And uh, the fact that they have, you know, that he has the child, right? He's got this baby Yoda. Uh, is really kind of changing the dynamic that they thought it would be, where it went from less bang, bang, shoot him up to uh more protecting and and kind of like the the hawk and dove or hawk and chick uh joke that that we made earlier that it, it's it's got more of that to it and people are, were expecting a more fast-paced action-based series no, does this, this thing have a name yet it's no. still just the child it's still it's still baby yoda but it's the but child. it's not i wish like and i wish we knew the name of the species so we could call it that that but all the subtitles, all the actual plot for it, just referred to it as the child. It, it is it is one thousand percent supposed to be an old samurai, old western serial in space. Yeah. That is exactly what it is. That's what I'm getting. I am completely fine with that. But that's not what the show was sold as. For good reason, they they kept the the Yoda species thing hidden. I'm I'm quite fine with that. Right, but that has nothing to do with the tone of the show. I actually think this show was advertised just as that. I don't think it was supposed. It was advertised as some over the top action. No, series. it wasn't. Okay. No, I'm, I agree with what you're saying, Brian. All right. So I don't know. I I and I don't. So my point is, I don't think the expectations is anybody's fault, but the people who saw Mandalorian armor and had this is the last jedi all over again with with people who are hating <laughs> on the show i'm yes. not I'm, no I'm no not you're joking. right you're 100 correct it's these people who had this idea of what they thought of the, a mandalorian show should be because they think they know what boba fett is and you don't know shit because it hasn't been written yet and now we're writing it and we're watching it and we're like oh it's not what i expected well that's on you 
stop trying to stop putting ridiculous expectations on this franchise because you've had 20 30 years to build it up in your head just take what you can get and accept it i love it i think it's a great show i think it's a lot of fun i think it's got just enough action in it and i think it's completely a solid story with a lot of very predictable but very welcome elements it is pulling from a lot of classic classic cinema classic samurai stories classic western stories which was inspired by samurai stories so they're the same <laughs> um so i mean i'm completely on board for that i love that kind of stuff growing up so well and now so anyway i think pedro pascal is doing a very good job for this character right because he's actually conveying a lot with his voice and and yeah it's digitally changed a little bit to sound like he's coming through a speaker uh, you don't get to see his face, and he's doing a really good job with it. My my favorite observation that I'm noticing is he's not as badass as I thought he would be. He's a fallible. No, hero. he gets his ass kicked several yeah, times. Several times he keeps Which trying I'm to completely use that, okay with that flamethrower uh, brace, and it never First off, works. He goes he goes to that way too way quickly. too much. Yes, and secondly, like the the other thing. Speaking of expectations, like I hope everybody really remembers Boba Fett because he got his freaking ass handed to yeah. him before yeah, dying too. Correct. He was not some sort of badass. Everybody made him out to be a badass, and then like the expanded universe stuff didn't help with him. But Django, watch, Django Fett was a badass. Pre- yeah, I say uh, prequel stuff didn't help either. You prequel stuff didn't help either. But if you watch those, in, in freaking, he gets hired to do a job. He can't do the job. No, no, he, he gets, can't even can't even he kill can't Han do Solo. It. He gets his his freaking. He gets verbally abused by Darth Vader. <laughs> Darth right. Vader does the job for him. Yep. Gives him Han Solo, and then he loses Han Solo and gets kicked into a Sarlacc pit. He is not that much of a badass. <laughs> He's not. He right. gets kicked <laughs> accidentally into a Sarlacc pit by a blind Han Solo. He's really not that great. I like this Mandalorian better than Boba Fett. And what it's very, you know, it's a very astute observation there, Brian. I've never heard it broken down like that. That is the story of Boba Fett. Yeah. In a nutshell. Well, but, but what's great though is that they are kind of fixing that a little bit when he went to the the Mandalorian clan group tribe tribe yeah. went to the Mandalorian tribe, uh, and you saw the other people. You saw the guy in the berserker armor. You met the the woman who's in charge of the armory, and then when they all come out all at once and start kicking ass in that city when he's kind of getting cornered. You're like, yes. All right. This is what I thought about when I heard Mandalorians was badass mm-hmm. guys who are just ready to go ahead and just unleash havoc and you don't double cross them or they'll fuck you up. Uh, really good. I, I I've enjoyed it. Uh, and then I can't wait for him to get the, uh, the, the jetpack. So oh, I gotta get me one of them. Uh, so yeah. there, you know, there's more to, for him to, to unlock uh, in the video game references there. But I, I, I really think there is a, a lot more than meets the eye for the, the episodes that are coming up. Uh, obviously, we want some some answers. But here's the thing. This is really kind of a, a limited thing. There's only eight episodes. So we're halfway through uh, already. Are, are really? we? That's it. It's only eight. Uh, right. Uh, my, my bigger question is how uh, we said with Watchmen, we're going to be getting some answers, right? But I'm not getting a whole lot of answers out of this show, and that's okay. But I, I'm just curious, how much do you think is going to be answers answered? for? Besides, why do they want the the kid? Uh, what happens to the guild? What happens to him in the guild now? Is it this like a John Wick situation where it it's is a TikTok absolutely Mr. a John Wick situation? Okay, and then how he do you is not in the guild anymore? Excommunicado. Yeah. How like how how do you handle that now? How does he uh, go you through kill this? Kill everybody. 
Did you not see John Wick 3? I did. That's what he does. He kills everybody, and that's what this guy's going to do. Like, bounty hunters can get work outside the guild. That's just an an easier way for them to get work. Yeah. It's it's a freaking thing. uh, 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 It's a union hall. It's a union. It's a union (laughs) they belong to. It's exactly what it is. He can still bounty hunt. He can still do that stuff and and kill other bounty hunters. Yeah, he's just gonna have to like he's gonna have to do the work on the sly. He's gonna have to watch out for you know bounty hunters who right. don't want him taking their bounty. Well, uh, you know, unfortunately, being a Mandalorian, I think is very hard to be kind of you know incognito when you roll into a place. Like when you leave, someone follows in and says, "Hey, but there a Mandalorian here," and it's not hard to go. I don't know. Maybe no, like it's pretty obvious that there's a, a Mandalorian. That's fine. There. You always stay moving. You can't stay in one place for too long. And you that's just keep going. But isn't that a problem for a character? Don't I mean? I'm just saying for no. him as a person. No, no. Okay, not for him. He's got no attachments, no friends, but no family. When he went to see Carl Weathers there in in the in the last not three but two or maybe the first one, he wanted to take all the bounties and just bounce around. You know, right, but I think that the bond that he's having with the child now, right? The child the man- comes with him wherever he goes. I, right. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he uprooted the whole Mandalorian clan, and now he's. I think he's, he didn't. Well, he, he did. He, you have to. You have to did. move. He did. He did. They have to move now. When when they when they went and defended him, he he says you'll you'll have to move, and they're like, but, but that was their choice, not his. Yeah, choice. that was right, their right. choice. Correct. And so that's fine. He didn't uproot them. So and he's not excommunicado from that tribe. They'll he'll find them and reconnect with them again. He's just. Right. Not in the guild. All right. Just going to have to kill bounty hunters, which is awesome. Yeah, you do that. Kill bounty hunters. Fuck them. <laughs> He's the bounty hunter's bounty hunter. Yeah, totally. That, right. That's what that tribe does. Uh, do you think we're going to get any backstory on, on his origin? We've obviously talked about this a little bit. He wasn't born as a Mandalorian. Yeah, we wouldn't be seeing the flashbacks if we're not going to get more of it. I'm just saying in, in the next four episodes, you expect to get some answers for that. Or is I, that expect, two I, I expect to learn a little bit more about that. And the only thing I truly expect to get a full answer on is why they want why they want the kid and what their plan was and that's it like i think this entire season is just him and the kid and then maybe they abandoned the the little baby yoda thing or maybe they do it they might he might just be a first season thing and then they do something different for the second season i don't know with how freaking popular this freaking yoda character is you know speaking of the popularity of the the yoda character disney released some uh i'm gonna say official but god damn guys uh some official merch on a store and uh it was not very well received. It, it's a really shitty store. Um, you can. It, What's it's wrong only, with the store? Well, so you know how, like, if you you go to Things Remembered and you upload your own image, and then you want to write like "loving kisses" right on the top of it, and you're like, "Oh, that doesn't really go with the design that you just uploaded." But whatever, we're Things Remembered. We'll we'll put it on our frame. Uh, that's what this website does. It it's very not very Disney like. Uh, there's only one thing that you can get. It's the print of of Baby Yoda, and 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 that's really it. And and it looks it looks pretty bad for Disney. Not bad for that kind of nerd. So so you're, I'm confused. I I I don't. What are you saying? That like there's no pop figure or something of Baby Yoda. There's no plush figure, no pop figure. There's no Mandalorian. Okay, that that stuff will come out. But I can't but... even get right. But what I'm saying, first time to launch the merch, you don't even have. The Mandalorian logo and the, his silhouette walking thing. You just have one thing to buy, and it it's not that good. So unless they changed it in the time that I read the article about it, it's not that good. I'm trying to get the link for you. So in the show notes, 
is the official Shop Disney collection. <laughs> so it's the exact same thing over and with over and over. With the child. This is it. Oh, that's hilarious. It's Yeah, it's pretty shitty. It's pretty shitty. Okay. Yeah, now I see it. The same it's the concept art photo. Over, over and over and over, over, and, over again. and over again. Like <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Like, this is, like, it looks like, again. This site doesn't even look like a Disney site. No, no it doesn't. Yes, it's shopdisney.com. It's, are you sure? Are it's, you, are you sure? It's Sherp Dozney. Because, I mean, yeah, on the let bottom, let me, they're asking. Disney with a, with a Z and no E. It's <laughs> D-I-Z-N-Y Disney. Sharp Disney. It's really bad. That's, it's a that's really sad. it's a really bad merch store. This is like the number one thing that people want to buy right now from Disney Plus. They're not offering Lady and the Tramp shit. They want this. I well, may they'll, get, they'll the get it. They'll get it before Christmas. They'll get they'll get legit legit. I shit want before a Christmas. plushy toy right now. I want it in my house. I want to cuddle it. I want to. I want to go. Oh, you yogi, baby. Go to go to Etsy. Uh, no, I want an officially licensed Disney one. Well, then you'll pay three times as much as that's, you would on Etsy. That's fine. All right. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, CJ. Not true at all. Nobody cares. Well, listen, like I said, I figured we'd talk about the two biggest things in uh, the nerdy world, and I want to hear all your thoughts, opinions, theories, and anything you want to tell us about these two shows. Uh, you know where to find us, but you can also text 484-373-4119. Uh, we'll read your text right here on the air. Thank you so much, listener, for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. We'll talk to you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. I'm just gonna just you, you just like the long pauses. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Were you distracted by a dog or something? What the? I I'm distracted by the noises of my wife playing with our new new dog. I swear to God, if she gets in the play with that chew toy, I'm gonna be so mad. He already loves her more than me. Well, yeah. I mean, have you met you? Yeah, but he's a puppy. He's not supposed to know. <laughs> Brian, like like a like a scholar that he is. He 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 got many leather bound books. He looked at the calendars. There was an almanac involved, and he put together the blockbuster for December. I'm very upset that you didn't go with the made a list and checked it twice metaphor. Oh, that would have been way better. Way better. Oh, can I redo? I mean, go for it. Give me a second. I'll be right back. Is this going to be one of those things where he disappears from the podcast like I did last week? (laughs) I got like two text messages being like, I was super confused. And then I realized that you had left and then um, you were back in the stinger. And then I got confused again. I was like, I'm sorry. I was not feeling feeling well. (laughs) Is he like leaving? Is he gone? I don't know what he's doing. I I never know what he's doing back there. He's meatloaf. Oh, man.